0: Checkered flag in the air.
1: Larson, the winner in his home state, the Golden State Golden Boy,
0: is headed back to Ruoff Mortgage Victory Lane.
2: Bowman, the showman,
0: has won at Las Vegas in overtime. Off four, final time, checkered flag is out. Career win number one. William Byron will hang on and win at an Atlanta Motor Speedway in dramatic fashion. Hell yeah, boys! Awesome! Ross Chastain is going to get his first NASCAR Cup Series win. oh We did it! Denny Hamlin sees the checkered flag. What a drive for William Byron. He picks up the win tonight, and the celebration is on. Kyle Busch will win this race. Ross Chastain will win the the
3: ninth-different driver to win in 11 races this year.
0: Proud on their feet, and Joey Logano has won at Darlington. And Kurt Busch will take Michael Jordan to victory lane in the Heartland, wins the Advent Health 400 at Kansas Speedway. Danny Hamlin has done it. He's won it. He's finally going to grab the checkered flag in the Coca-Cola 600. Checker flag in the air. Joey Logano wins the inaugural Enjoy Illinois 300 at Worldwide Technology Raceway at Gateway. Daniel Suarez is going to be the toast of the town as he captures his first ever victory as he takes the Toyota Save Mark 350 in dominating style. We have the amigos over there!
3: Yeah!
4: Welcome everybody to Motor Mouth. What a fun show we've got lined up for you today. That's Kyle Petty. Steve LaTarte is in the house, fresh off the plane from his worldwide tour. Yes. <laughs> Thanks yes. for being with us. Really, I really enjoyed your pictures.
3: Yeah. man. I, yeah. Listen, I try to share. You saw share. the Pope. The Pope. Do you speak Latin? Uh, no, they do in seven languages, though. They got around oh. to, to American. Uh-huh. Okay. English. Yeah. We speak pig Latin, but that's a, yeah, little bit a whole different, different Latin. Different. That's a
1: different
4: We're Latin. so
3: excited to be here. Today <laughs> is where you get to call and be a part
4: of our show. Just dial 1 844 NASCAR NBC. You can join the conversation. We'll talk about whatever's on your mind. Obviously, a big week for us as we are getting ready. We get to take over the NASCAR broadcasting for the rest of the year. Yes. Starting in a wonderful place called the Nashville Super Speedway. They could have called it the super-duper speedway. It would have been A-OK with us. Super-duper. A-OK.
1: A-OK speedway. Right? Super-duper A-OK. I, mean, I boy,
4: like that. Last year, it was so <laughs> exciting to get back there last year. But, you know, for for those of us who've been off since November, on the weekends at least, you know, what's it feel like to those get... Those of
1: us that have been off since November? Is well, that I mean, what
4: he just said, said? Is that on what the you weekends,
3: heard? I'm just going to... i saying okay. not on the races, guys. <laughs> Steve, what's it mean to you to get back in the booth? No, I'm excited. The the, the first 16 races have been fascinating. Uh, There have been great races, a bunch of winners. We know all the storylines, and I would love to tell you why. But, Kyle, I really think sitting at home, I haven't been able to figure it out. I know some of it's the car, some of it's new talent. There's a lot of kind of ingredients to the soup that we get to watch on Sunday. Somehow it's making great soup. So I'm excited perhaps more than anything to not just watch the races, but get down in the garage, talk to the drivers, talk to the crew chiefs, talk to the crew guys, and get their opinion on why we are seeing such a wild and crazy... I I don't think I've had a shocking winner yet, Kyle, but it is shocking that nobody has won three or four races. Like, yeah, somebody hasn't gone on a hot streak.
1: Yeah, and and, uh, perfect. The word fascinating. It has been mesmerizing and fascinating, intriguing. I mean, every week's different. Who had... Um, who who had what was it Suarez, um, Busher, and McDowell. McDowell for the top three for the podium? At no, not me. Yeah, intriguing, but not me. That does you sound I mean? like a Steve yeah. Latar yeah. betting but, roster but, but, for the record. But, but, but I don't the know point is, but and Parlay was would have yeah. been high. But but the point is, as Steve said, is how do you wrap your arms around what this year is? Right. How do you get a handle on what these year and how do you how do you read through it and decipher why it's happening the way it's happening? Because I have no clue why that it's coming out and the, and the races are playing out the way they
3: are. We could go to Nashville and Kyle Larson could lead 95% of yep. the race and I'd go, oh, yeah, okay, yep. yeah, okay. We could go to Nashville and Tyler Reddick could get his first win and I'd be like, okay, okay, yep. yeah. Like, yep. like the spectrum of possibilities is, yes. is pretty profound. Yeah. I mean, it's huge.
4: And let's, let's give credit where credit's due. Daniel Suarez in victory lane could not have been yeah. bigger for him, for his family. Honestly, for all of Mexico, yeah. you and I were lucky enough to go down oh, yeah. to Monterey with him yes, to get sir. to do a show called Racing Roots, which will be on our uh, YouTube channel. It's going to air again uh, on there this week. But, you know, we really, and, and we'll get a little, see a little bit of it later in the show, but we got to see, I mean, for someone like that, there was not a path.
1: No, there was no path. him. There was No. <laughs> Before him, there may not be a path after him the way that he came because he came such... I mean, he drove that 64 Volkswagen from Monterey, Mexico to Albany, New York just to drive a late-model car. And then sat in front of a TV to learn English, uh, watching cartoons. There, there was not. And, and, you know, we went to the go-kart track with him. Yep. And he kicked our butt six ways Absolutely. from Sunday. That's a whole other thing. But those kids come out to watch him. There were kids all over the place mm-hmm. wanting to see him, watching him drive. Wanting to talk, you know, at the Xfinity Racing at the time he was running the Xfinity car and had moved up the cup. Um, it, it's such an amazing story, and, and I, I think his his post-race interview uh, when he was talking about people believing in him, yep. he always believed in himself. Mm-hmm. Uh, his parents did, you his know parents, that. Absolutely. We met his mom and his dad and his sisters, and, and they believed they believed he hung the moon, and, and he showed them he did hang, hang the moon, and and I think that was that part of it for me. Daniel and Victory Lane finally, after all that time, just spoke volumes of who Daniel Suarez is as a person. Not only as a race car driver, but as a person. That was yeah. a big moment. And a lot of people, I mean, a ton of
4: people believed in him. Yeah. Family put it all on the line. Toyota yes, they Racing did. in Mexico. Then Justin Marks. All the, the, the work that that team, Pitbull, has put together. It's un, unbelievable. Uh, we are going to have a guest on the phone today with us. Eric Moses is calling in, track president. But now we are going to the phones I'm just going to pick randomly. How about NASCAR? NASCAR. Random! Welcome back to the show, buddy.
3: Hey,
5: man, I'll tell you what, I'm fired up. NBC's got the coverage. Can't wait to see the new stuff you got for us. Excited for that. But with that being said, so we've had an off week. Teams kind of get a reset. Let's step back. Let's get a breather. Got a stretch run. And your guys' opinion, contender, pretender, either or, what is a team... Now that we've hit the reset, that you guys really either need to see step back up, had it, didn't have it. What is a team, one of the teams you think that really needs to get on the horse now after hitting the reset button with a week off?
3: So I think the second half is most important for Richard Childress Racing, and this is why. I believe when I look at organizations and wins, we talk about all the different winners, right? But when we look at the the points and the playoff rundown, That's the organization with two drivers kind of dancing right around that cut line. So I think if they're going to make a push into the playoffs, I want to go on record and say I don't think we're going to see more than 16 winners. So I think a win gets you in. But the problem is when you look at the non-winners, Kevin Harvick, Martin Truex Jr., there are some big names out there still waiting to go to victory lane. So I really believe that RCR um, is the team that needs to come out the on-fire or the hottest, the biggest streak because – they have to remember a year ago they're both in the playoffs and they were battling each other for one <laughs> yeah, spot no. Well, right now it's unfortunate to say but i'm having a hard time getting either of their drivers yeah. in without wins the way the season is going so i think the rest is going to have to be rcr yeah. uh, or, or most valuable to rcr yeah. that
1: that's and that's a great explanation I, i'm and i'm going to go with Stuart haas racing uh, and you say They're dancing right around that. Stuart Haas racing is not even dancing. They got to get to the dance Mm -hmm. as far as I'm concerned. When I look at at Kevin, when I look flashes from Chase Briscoe, but Cole Custer, where's where's the rest of this team been? They've got to start dancing to even have an opportunity to get across that cut line. So I think that's a team that has just a limited number of races, what, 10 races to get to that point. And they've got to make something happen very, very quickly whether it's Nashville, whatever race it is, in one of these first two or three races, I believe that group has to make something happen.
4: And you see it there with our leaderboard. I mean, these are solid hitters. Harvick, Reddick, Austin Dillon, Eric Jones. Eric Jones, for the record, man, what a year he has been putting together. There's, sometimes when you go yeah. camping and you get out your picnic basket, you look in there and realize that some of your stuff got a little damaged, a little wet. Eric Jones each time gets in there, he's like, I packed a full lunch. What (laughs) is this you've handed me? And, man, each time he steps up.
1: But that's back to, for me, Eric Jones and and GMS Patty Motorsports, uh, that's back to what Steve started off with about this season. I can say the same thing about JTG Darty. I can say the same thing about front row. I can say the same thing about multiple teams is, you know what? They've shown up this year. They've run in the top five. They've run in the top ten. They're making an appearance, and they're doing something that a lot of these teams that we thought was going to fill the top ten, the, the SHRs, uh, all the Penske cars at one time, all the Hendrick cars at one time. You know, there's always two or three outliers for every two or three that's in right now, and these guys are filling that slot. How are they doing it so consistently? That goes back to, to your comment. I'm not surprised anything happens at the racetrack
3: yeah i mean i think no one doubted eric jones's talent for most of his career he drives enough other stuff that you're like you know this this kid can drive he just hadn't found this place of confidence and and the right equipment and all the timing all of that goes into it yes but but the expansion to two cars definitely has helped that organization which it's funny because that can also hurt an organization right you have double the headaches but you also have double the information the expansion helped, but I wrote a name down here: Dave Ellens. I think yeah, that perhaps, for sure, for you sure, you know, we talk a lot about Xfinity Series. We had this conversation for on the phone sure. today. Like, what's the identity of that series? And we talk about drivers. And shame on me for not bringing up some of the crew chiefs. Dave Ellens won two championships uh, in the Xfinity Series back to back with two different drivers. Like, he knows how to win. Uh, and you always wonder if it will move forward, right? How many yeah. college coaches go to the pros and can't get it done? Well, Dave Ellens has moved up. And why they haven't won yet? Yeah, they have systematically improved. That, I think, is yeah. the hardest thing to do, is to keep kind of climbing that ladder. Uh, so I think he could be the one that could be the next Suarez, the yeah. next breakout win that you don't go, oh, wow, I'm shocked. It's more of a, yeah, kind of saw that coming. It was Absolutely. building up.
1: And, and, and I'm going to say one other thing about th- that group, and, and not, not this group in particular, but drivers, and, and Eric Jones, a Chris Buescher, uh, Michael McDowell, a Daniel Suarez, okay, is you know this. We all know it as, as competitors. You can beat the, get the confidence beat out of you. You can get it beat out of you quick in this sport. Uh, you come in here kicking butt on late models, kicking butt in the Xfinity Series, and then get your butt kicked for two or three cons- straight years. at this. You begin to say, can I do this? Can I do this? Daniel Suarez saw Ross Chastain go out and do it in the same equipment. Gave him confidence. You see Chris Buescher. You see Michael McDowell. You see Eric Jones. They get that top five. They get that top set ten consistent. All of a sudden, they're a different driver. Mm-hmm. They walk. Their step's different. The way they approach the sport is different. You've given a lot of guys. These top teams have given a lot of guys. They might have had beat down mentally and beat down confidence-wise. They've given them a second opportunity, and they're coming on strong.
3: And it sounds weird. I actually think um, when other, either first time or, or winners that maybe everyone didn't have on their yeah. list – it trickles over to that same kind of level driver yes, it level does. organization. Yes, it does. So when Briscoe wins, oh, the yeah. Suarez say, well man, I'm as good as him. Yeah. I've been like, running I back. Mean, there you know, and Kyle Larson wins a lot. Yeah. And you're like, oh man, he's really good. He's you know, <laughs> he's right. one of the that's best right. teams, right? Or Kyle Bush. Yeah. Like that doesn't really help you, right? But then you see Chastain, that's exactly and then right, Briscoe and then yeah. Suarez. That's... So then does that mean Jones and Reddick? Are they in their thing? So why can't it be us? Yeah. Let's find out be them. Let's
4: take a call. Uh Sam is on the line for Michigan Sam, uh, an Eric Jones question. What you got?
5: Hi, guys. Um, it's, I'm, this is my first time being on the show. I'm kind of nervous. but. Um, hey, don't I, be nervous.
4: I,
1: Thanks for joining us. This is awesome. Well, We're buddy. nervous to be talking yeah. to you, man. We're a nervous wreck.
2: Yeah. yeah. Well, Eric Jones is at the off weekend. He's racing at the Milwaukee Mile,
5: I think. Um, do you guys think that he will get a win if at Atlanta or Daytona um, to lock himself in the playoffs.
4: Sam, before we answer that, how old are you, buddy? Thirteen. Thirteen. That's so awesome. Is he your favorite driver?
2: No, Brad Keselowski is.
4: Okay, true Michigander right here. <laughs> like it. That's hey, that's it. That's that's it. That's awesome, it. Sam. Thanks for yeah, thank uh, thanks, for in. Great question. So, the
3: beauty for the 43 cars. So, the answer to his question is, I don't see him winning to get into the playoffs. Hmm. But, now the positive I'm going to spin it as... He listed Atlanta and Daytona as the plate tracks. I don't think he has to look at just plate tracks. Yes. I actually think yeah. he
1: can win. Like, that's a great like, point. You know,
3: for years, we would like, oh, Daytona, Atlanta, or Daytona, Talladega, that's kind of yeah. their only chance. Yeah. I, so so while I'm going to be a little negative Nelly and say I don't think he's going to yeah. win, no knock on him, I just yeah. don't believe it in my heart. That's my real yeah. opinion, nope. not before the playoffs. Great point. But the flip side is I don't think it's only the plate tracks that he can yeah. look at winning. Yeah. I think he has an equal chance at winning everywhere. Um it's just they're good. Here's the yeah. difference. They're good because you don't expect to run in the top ten. That's right. We need to get them where we don't expect to run them in the top five or top three. Yeah. Right? Like when a top ten a good day, you're still not quite winning. Yeah. When top five, top three, you kind of you, yep. you no, no, climb no, no. that Listen,
1: ladder. I agree. And, and that was the point I was going to follow up with is, is this. is Let's look at, at, um, at Daniel Suarez. He led laps. He runs second. He had an opportunity. He got looks at wins. He got looks at win. He wasn't, he wasn't completing the deal. But he had two or three looks already this year. Mm-hmm. We look at Ross Chastain. He gets looks. Mm-hmm. When you get looks at wins, which means running that top two or three, you're going to win a race. We've not seen Eric Jones get a look at a win yet. No. We've seen him get a look at solid top fives. We've seen him be a solid top ten. They are better once they drop the green flag. They are a good, solid race team. I think you're right. Dave's making good calls. He's making good decisions on the racetrack. But you've got to get looks, and they're not quite there yet. I don't believe that they're right, but they can run solid. And listen, all it takes sometimes is uh, a lucky break here, a lucky break yeah, there, no. and,
3: and you're there. You can't rehearse to, to close no. out these races. No. You know, you can test, you can simulate, you can look at data. You, yeah. That's all great. Right. But that's all technology. The, the human element. That's right. Comes down to, right? like a golf tournament, you know, it's one over 72 holes. They all count. But those last three or four are the hardest, because yeah. that's when you can see the finish line. Yeah. Same in racing, right? So, so you, you know, and I'm a big believer in, just like as a crew chief, they didn't rehearse the time they were like, hey, man, are you pitting or not? You have the lead. Yeah. Uh, mm, um, yeah. Well, right. uh, you, like, you kind of play it over in your mind, but until it's the moment, and I really think that. Yeah, right? that's Jared true. I agree. Winner. He's wanting a lot of stuff, but, th- but he really wants this, right? Yeah. So it's like, I, I just think you can't really rehearse those no. last few laps, those last few runs. That's what makes the Suarez win, so impressive. Yeah. So man, he just he just put those last few not listen, two last honest, a bunch of I, Honestly,
1: I, honestly when Busher got behind him, I think he just ripped the mirror off and just said, I'm gonna drive man. Because it was great. He hit his marks, run his pace, and was That's gone, it. man. Quit was looking good.
4: backwards. Let's take another call. Uh, we've got Marcus on the line from Florida. Marcus, thanks for joining us. What's on your mind?
5: Um, I was really just gonna say, hey, for I think Harvick, if he can stay in there and make those points not winning races, not winning stages, make those points. As we go to races like New Hampshire, Indianapolis, Michigan, that that he's done good at multiple times at, he can actually go out there and do good. We can't count Atlanta because, hey, we've got a new paved race. So everyone's getting used to that at practice.
1: Yeah, yeah that's a great point. And that, listen, listen, and this is, the, I agree, I agree. If, if If Kevin and Rodney can find that what we talk about a million times at this desk, that blue collar consistency, hammer it out, hammer it out, hammer it out. They can make the playoffs. Can they win the playoffs doing that? No, they can't. And, 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 and it's sad to me that we're talking about Kevin Harvick just making the playoffs. We're not talking about him winning a championship. We're not talking about him making the final eight or the, or the, the final four and, and making it to Phoenix. We're just talking about him making the playoffs. Making the playoffs. That's not a position this team wants to be talked about. This team wants to be talking about wins. This team wants to be talking about in contention. And I know as fans, you want to see your driver in that 16. But your driver wants to be in that 16, knowing he can be number one in that 16.
3: I just talked about this with Nate on his podcast before this show. I I think we are all, and as fans are all, talking about how they, you know, making the playoffs, making the playoffs. I don't think they are. Yeah. I think they're talking about how can we win. That's right. Because I do too. to your point, Kevin Harvick is a champion. That's Ronnie right. Childers is a champion. While, of course, they want to be in the playoffs, and deep down they kind of know they can point their way in. I think, you know, it's a talking point. They don't show up to make the playoffs. Yeah. I mean, they showed up in February to, to win races and be a championship yeah. contender. Um, so I, I just – I've heard it from, so, you know, so many different drivers over the years you know, playoffs. Like, let's win a race. Yeah, and I and I really believe playoffs. Yeah, playoffs. Are you kidding me? <laughs> yeah. Right. I mean, I, I, they won't. And win you a know race. what? We've seen it from those guys before. They can do it. They can get there. Yeah, they, yeah. Yeah, they, they can. just got to find that perfect combination. They and, can. And, man. and you know, it's a, it's kind of like the you know, now that we saw it happen to Jimmy Johnson, I think it scares us all that we don't know if they ever will again. Yeah. Only I don't think we ever could have believed it, and then yeah. Jimmy did it. Had yeah. this cold streak that you're like. Oh, wow, it really can happen to someone who is yeah. that big? Now, the counter is we've seen cold spells that, that once they figure it out, bar the door they win yeah, a bunch. So I don't, exactly you know. right. Absolutely.
4: Yeah. And
3: you know what? You know where it can happen? This weekend
4: at Nashville Super <laughs> Speedway. We've got the track present. Eric Moses joining us after this break. Don't forget, you can call and join us, 1-844-NASCAR-NBC. We will be right back.
0: Returns to Nashville, Sunday, June 26th on NBC and Peacock. Did you guys see that? That was Keith Urban over there. Woo! From
1: Tootsies. Thank, thank goodness. I thought it was Blake Shelton for a minute. I know. Completely he looks, completely lost it. He looks <laughs> great. Completely lost it, man. Speaking of
4: looking great, we've got <laughs> Eric Moses, track president of Nashville Super Speedway, joining us. Eric, first off, thank you so much for joining us. Man, we are so excited to come back to Nashville and join you this weekend. Uh, obviously, last year was a huge success. Uh, can we expect that you guys are really ready for these fans even bigger and better than you were last year?
5: Oh, definitely. Definitely. And and, and so glad to be with you guys. So happy to be back on NBC. And um, looking forward to inviting our fans back to see America's Best Drivers come, come back to Nashville. Uh, last year, as you guys know, we were planning most of our prep, during COVID, and so we had to turn things down a bit. It wasn't kind of the Music City uh, representative that you would expect when you come here. This year, with COVID mostly in our rearview mirror, we're going to have a lot more music, a lot more to do, see and experience the entire weekend.
1: Hey, listen, a lot of times, NASCAR, uh, the Cup Series goes to a new venue, and, and it's a huge success. And then the second year, it kind of begins to tail off a little bit. I was just in Nashville, last week uh did coffee country and cody uh on the radio the city of nashville is more pumped up this year than they were last year than they were last year what's it like to be in that environment when everybody has bought into it and everybody believes in what you guys are doing
5: it's great it's great and it feels great and and you know to your point kyle i get stopped a lot around town uh, and thanks by fans for bringing NASCAR and, and the Cup Series in particular back to Nashville people love this sport in our state and certainly in Middle Tennessee and they're happy that it's here and they want to help us to to keep it here for the indefinite future.
3: Eric we know there's a great time on Broadway we've all experienced it perhaps sometimes a little more than we should have uh, I'm excited to see the racetrack as you mentioned post covid. Uh, but but I love talking to a track president the week of, because you kind of have that crew chief look. Like, you're confident, but you, you can see it like a little bit of nerves. Like, take me behind the scenes. Like, track president, week of the race, what are the sleepless nights, right? We know it's going to be warm, but they said it's going to be dry, so it feels like the weather's kind of behind you. What are the things you're checking off as, as we get ready to head your way?
5: Well, Steve, you know, there, there's so much to do to get ready uh, for our fans and to get ready for NASCAR to bring the show in, in, into town and into the track. Uh, We had a couple things last year that we want to correct and improve, uh, namely parking. It was a little slow getting into the venue last year. We've cleared about 20 acres across the street from the track and walking distance uh, and added almost 3,000 new parking spaces. So that's going to get people into their uh, parking spots and out of their cars and into the venue faster. We also got got away with the uh, or did away with the, uh, the parking fee. So you won't have to pay. You won't have to stop and hand anybody any bills. You'll be directed right to a parking spot. and uh, and get you out of your car and into the venue. We've also invested in more technology for our our concession stands to process transactions faster and added probably 60 more points of sale so that there'll be uh, hopefully an easier way for people to get through those concession lines. We're adding a grab and go area where folks can come in and grab something and, and go and get charged on the way out. So we think those kinds of enhancements are gonna help the fan experience this year.
3: Right, they know us parking food in a great race. <laughs> That's it, We're but good? oh We're
4: but oh food? wait, there's more because Eric you guys know that with with temperatures, sounds like it could reach hundred degrees. You know, keeping these fans cool I know is a real priority because there's a ton of things y'all are doing to really help not only shade but keep everybody cool. Water stations, tell us a little bit about that.
5: Yeah, lots of free water stations. I was just taking a look at today. We have these big water monsters uh, all around the, uh, the, the campus that people will be able to fill up for free, uh, their water bottles. Uh, we're adding shade tents and misting centers and fans uh, throughout the campus in order, to keep our, in order to keep our fans cool. Our partners over at Vanderbilt University Medical Center are also gonna be out there helping us to make certain that we're monitoring our fans. And if you see some people who are having some problems to get them into a cool place, cool them down get them hydrated and uh, you know and hope everybody be safe and enjoying this uh, enjoying this race the 4 o'clock start I got to say is going to be helpful as well Um, out here we're fortunate by 5 o'clock the sun will be behind the grandstands and uh, you won't be sitting in direct sunlight.
1: Okay so my my question is this Um, you are we've always talked about country music and NASCAR being hand in glove. Uh, last year, I came up to your suite. The governor was up there, the official ambassador of NASCAR in Tennessee, Daryl Waltrip. The king was up there. Yet, <laughs> celebrities. Every time I turned around, I was running into somebody who was on the radio or was a superstar. What's in store for us this year when we come up there? Well,
5: more of the same and hopefully uh, even even bigger and better. Uh, we, uh, I just speaking at uh, a uh, DW just had lunch with him and, and he's looking forward to coming back out and obviously uh, the King is coming back and uh, we're going to have uh, this year we've got Sheamus the WWE superstar is going to be our honorary starter so he and maybe some more of his friends from the WWE will be around. We've got Kane Brown as our grand marshal this year and so Kane and, and his friends will be around. And, uh, you know, it's Nashville, man. Kyle, you know, it's Nashville. There's it stars everywhere here. We call this, we call this place uh, L.A. Southeast, you know, and we're going to lean into that and try to take advantage of it.
4: That's Cashville, That's right cool, there. Hey, That's speaking cool. of uh, Seamus, we've got a caller. Marvin Blue is on the line. He's got a great question for you. Marvin, go ahead, buddy.
0: How you
5: doing, Eric? I'm great, man. Well, first of all, uh, I'm a huge WWE fan and uh, shout out to uh, former WWE superstar CM Punk. But I got a question for you. Have you given uh, Seamus any pointers on how to wave that green flag up in the starter stand for this Sunday's race at Nashville? (laughs) Hey, man, given the kinds of athletes those guys are, he doesn't need any tips from me on anything, quite frankly. You know, all I'm going to tell him is to be careful climbing the climbing the stand, because he's pretty big to be leaning over, waving a flag at that height. <clears throat> that's good, that's man. Great, that's good. That's
4: a great good call, Marvin. You that know what's so man. cool, man? You know, obviously this year with NBC... Uh, and USA Network and how we're sharing our coverage and and putting everything there. You know, to see so many of these WWE stars, we got a chance to hang out with Sheamus at the burnout last year. Oh, yeah. He was at the banquet. You know, to see their love of this sport truly and genuinely and, the you know, the crossover so much. But, Eric, I just want to give you props, man. To hear you say, you know, we were coming out of COVID and there were some things we want to do better. We were all there and all of us were like, oh, my gosh, I can't believe how great the staff did. Just please make sure you're giving yourself enough credit, man. Y'all put on a great show last year, and every single person that I saw at the track said, we're coming back next year. So I'd have to believe that you guys feel a lot of confidence in your abilities if you know that that was like your baseline.
5: Yeah, but you know, you don't take any of this stuff for granted, right? You know, we, we have to make certain that we are earning the support of our fans every single time we put on a race or any kind of event for that matter. These fans waited for 37 years for the Cup to come back to to, to, to Middle Tennessee, and, and we want to make certain that they feel appreciated, supported, and that uh, hopefully we meet or exceed their expectations each time they come to the Super Speedway.
4: All right, I'm going to put you uh, on the line here a little bit. We have seen some amazing races this year, a lot of first-time winners. What's your gut tell you are we going to see someone else that hasn't won this year, oh. year grab another win? What's coming? What's coming?
5: You know, it's been wide open this year with 12 different winners uh, this year and so many, I think we have four first-time winners. Um, Trackhouse guys are running well right now, and uh, this is their backyard, and I know that'd be really special for Justin and Ty and those guys over there. Uh, you know, I'd be on the lookout for Daniel and, uh, and, and Ross. Uh, but look, everybody, for the most part, is still getting to know our track. It's relatively new to most of the field. And then as they get to know this next-gen car, I think that provides for a really great competition on Sunday. Yeah.
3: Hey, man, congratulations. Congratulations. I say this all the time, right? Nashville's a great city, but when race fans have to pick where they want to go, the downtown area of Nashville makes it obvious, and I think that puts the pressure on the super speedway to defend. And last year, you guys absolutely did it, right? If you came to Music City for the – you know, Broadway experience. Yep. When you traveled out to the racetrack, you were not disappointed. Yep. That's, that's a big shoe to fill, and you guys did it. So and you know what? ready to come back. And
4: I'm excited. I actually yep. am going to get to be downtown this week, and I'm doing the city view. So for me, you know, I'm really getting to dive into some of these cities that have such a passion for the sport. Yeah, so cool. I'm so lucky. All the work that Eric and his team have done especially with the city it's if awesome. you see someone that looks yeah. like me downtown it's probably me and i eric i wish i was out there hanging with y'all but i think you'll also wish you were <laughs> hanging with me i want to find some fans that are that are ready to have a good time it's basically what well,
1: basically what everybody here is saying is the fans are the winner absolutely but because yeah. we're back in nashville That's because it. there's That's so it. much so thank you thanks uh, for bringing it thank you for having us back in nashville we at nbc are really looking forward to it man
5: well we appreciate all the support and for those of our fans that are coming from out of town There will be all the Nashville brands you look forward to. There's going to be a Tootsie's infield Club. We're going to have a 615 Beer Garden. Puckets and Hattie B's will be out there. There are going to be all those brands that are associated with our city will be out at the racetrack. You'll feel like you're down on Broadway.
3: That's awesome. Me, Uh, my phone was texting for that. I think i better take second practice off. (laughs) I think you should. I think think pace yourself, Steve.
4: Nashville's (laughs) a big town. Eric Moses, track (laughs) president, Nashville Super Speedway. Thank you so much for joining us. We sure appreciate it. We'll see you this weekend. Thank boy, you. Thank Kane God. Brown. Did you hear mention Kane Brown? Oh my gosh!
3: I'm ready. I'm fine. Chill. What if
1: I was meant for you oh and you were for Let me? Wait a minute. Let me get this right because I don't follow a lot of wrestling. But Sheamus was the guy with the southern accent, right? <laughs> you asked him. <laughs> south of somewhere. Uh, we got lots more motor
4: mouths coming up after this. One eight four four NASCAR NBC. Call in and join us. And Kyle will test your accent. and Try to guess where it's from, like the guess your weight guy.
2: Show you something, Ace. Watch this.
3: <laughs> in the face. Yeah, I'm Austin Dillon. We're about to win. Whitney Dillon, CEO of the Dillon Household.
4: Oh, He's looking a little stiff right now. What do you want me to do with my hands? I'm Paul Swan. Hi, neighbor. I'm Mariel Swan, and we've all been best friends for eight years. We're like high school
5: kids.
0: <laughs> I just drive the race car. <laughs> Austin Dillon's Life in the Fast Lane premieres June 23rd on USA.
4: Austin Dillon's new reality show debuts this Thursday on USA and the driver of the number three will be on Motormouse Wednesday. We got Phil Parsons. He's going to be on the Dale Jr. Download Thursday. A full weekend of IMSA WeatherTech sports cars at the Glen Monster Gym. Round 16 is in Miami. That's right, 305 Worldwide. MotoGP is in the Netherlands for the final race before its summer break. And of course, NASCAR in Nashville starting Friday with practice on USA and Team Trackhouse heads into Nashville home of one of their sponsors, Tootsies, on a high following their driver Daniel Suarez getting a
1: historic first win. Hey what what time's Elston show come on?
4: I'm gonna check it.
1: And I, I don't know, I'm trying to program I'm trying to program it right now <laughs> to record. I'm programming to record. I didn't I'm just asking that was a serious question dude. We're gonna find out with him
2: okay. aren't we? está el regio está Daniel Suarez Trackhouse Racing, auto 99, se encuentra a la 10, cambio de toma, 5 segundos sobre Pusher, no lo va a alcanzar, Suárez se la va a llevar. Daniel Suárez será el ganador. Se encuentra en la 11. Por última vez, cambio de toma, por favor. Acá está, le espera la 12. La recta principal. Venga Suárez, venga Regio. Daniel Suárez se la lleva, papá, ¿qué te digo? Daniel Suárez ganador. Suárez logra su primera victoria en Cup. Suárez gana en Sonaba. Suárez ganador en Cup.
4: Amazing. That gets you pumped up. It really does. It does. It oh, does. Rick, oh, Rick just, better step up his yeah, game. Yeah, he's going to have to
1: step up on that one. That's for I sure. I mean,
4: can Rick roll his R's?
1: Can you? <laughs> I cannot roll my R's.
4: Yeah, my girls all can. Did I, you, uh, yeah, the, the, the Nebraska, I
3: think we're going to just leave out. Did you catch him very very right
1: there guess. at the end where he said 830 Eastern for Austin Dillon's show? Yeah, I think yeah, he I did. I think that's what that's he said That's pretty right impressive. There. Pretty Mad impressive.
3: 30. Man, <laughs> I could. I just I
4: love hearing that passion For their driver. I mean, of course, my dad was like, Martha, call the embassy. I don't speak the language. I don't understand. But that's the real. I can't believe we went there. That's the real joy of it. Um, You know what? We're going to take a look now uh, at one of the greatest things Kyle and I have ever put together. It was fun. Mostly because Daniel was there. We also were there. Greatest empanadas we've ever had. That's a fact. We're at the home of Daniel Suarez's mom. This is a little look into racing roots with Daniel Suarez. How are you doing? Fine, and you? Good, thank you.
1: Gerardo? Gerardo. 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 Hola. How are you, sir? Fine, sir, and you? We've never been here, never been, and we're excited. Excited to see Daniel, excited to see his city.
4: The town seems really industrial. Oh, I look way up there. Yeah high is on the hill. Conoces Daniel Suarez? Si, senor. It's very famous in Mexico, and in Nazca. Could you take us somewhere that we can really see all of the city? Like yes. Somewhere to get a really good yes. view? Yes, so we get a good view of the whole city.
1: Have you ever
3: seen a flag
1: so big? Wow. And then this is Monterey, right?
4: Just look how high up, and it goes
1: all the way that way. This is all new. I, I don't know what I expected, but it was not a thriving metropolitan area. And the amount of people blows my mind. When you look around, I think, where could you put a racetrack? I just assumed Monterey was a rural community. God, the guy from out in the country comes to town, that kind of thing. Yeah. And then you come here, and it's like, well, not. right. It reminds me
4: of being in LA, up near like the Hollywood sign, you look out there. The difference is with this many people in Southern California, there is tons of racetracks, tons of car culture, tons of communities. Here, there's only one racetrack with this many people to still grow up as a kid who wants to be a race car driver, to be that kind of hero behind the wheel. It's a lot harder to do that from here than anywhere that we can think of.
1: Yes, who did you look up to? There, there is nobody.
4: Daniel's home track is just northeast of Monterey. It hosts several forms of racing, and you can tell by the way Daniel talks of the venue that he cherishes every visit.
2: Daniel, what's uh, up? What's up, amigos? How you doing? Nice to see you, man.
4: Thanks you, for you? having me.
2: Man, this is awesome. I can't believe that you guys are here in the first racetrack mm-hmm. where I grew up racing in Monterey. It's amazing. So, this is really the only
4: place in Monterey to race, right? Is yeah. go karts and, and road course racing the most popular
2: racing here? Yeah, and we do have as well the drag race. Oh, wow. the, the drag racing here yeah. in, in Monterey is super, super popular. How old were you when you started racing here? When I started racing, like for real, 11. How different does this place look now? Yeah, the racetrack is exactly the same. The racetrack hasn't changed a thing. When
1: you came here for the first time, was it like I'm going to be a race car driver, or was it just fun?
2: The very first time, it was just for fun. I didn't have any idea about racing. Uh, That was something new for me and new for for my family. So uh, I didn't have any any goals to be a race car driver because for me, that wasn't an option.
1: So being 14 or 15 in Monterey, Mexico, and you're thinking, I can do this, I'm going to do this, but there was no... Set plan.
2: Well, I, I do remember one thing. When I was maybe 16 years old, my dad and I, we had a lot of conversations about what you just mentioned. I had my dad say this to me a lot of times. He said, hey, you know what? Somebody has to start this. <laughs> yeah. Somebody has to start that path. A father's encouragement, a son's determination.
4: The Suarez family has given kids in Monterey a guiding star. This morning, we stood at the top of that mountain yeah. with that flag. You remember what that sign said? No, I can't read it. The sign said here, the impossible is possible. Daniel, ever since you decided to come to NASCAR, you've been making milestones. But you've also been making milestones for NASCAR. We're very honored to have you as our champion. Yeah, let's get right in the past. Oh, man, that thing's fast. Dude, he's not not even thinking about
1: sweating. No.
4: It's crazy. Watch his hands.
1: Watch his hands. I know. He's like, he's not even... Just
2: little, little, Do you know what I feel
4: like right now? I feel like we're back in Bakersfield, watching Harvick on the go-kart track. I feel like we're in Northern California watching Kyle Larson on that dirt cart.
1: It's funny, you know magic when you see it. This is magic. That's it, This is magic, man. He's not just some guy. He's got to be flying when he gets right here. (laughs) Wow.
4: (laughs) I know my man doesn't drift professionally, but he just drifted that that whole whole corner. All right, how about this? Two laps, loser buys tacos. Do you there say you tacos or let's
1: go? Why
4: don't you think about it for a second? Um... <laughs> That's not fair. I think Daniel had time for a siesta giving us a head start. But it sure didn't take him long to pick off me and Kyle one by one. It's obvious I'm not the professional driver in this bunch, but even Kyle can't hold off Daniel. A head start is no match for anyone racing Daniel on his home track.
2: <laughs> who want wants tacos.
4: tacos?
2: Good
3: job. <laughs>
4: that was awesome. All right, uh, the winners have to get me out. <laughs> Okay. (laughs) Dude, that's that's awesome. I see why you love that. That was cool man. Gracias amigos. Thank you. Muy muy how do you say fast? Rápido. Muy rápido. After getting burned on the racetrack, I'm man enough to make good on the bet. Lunch is on me. But there's no losing when Daniel picks a local favorite taco stand to enjoy lunch. Daniel's friend Jesus tags along and hopes to learn the path to NASCAR success. To Mexico, y mis amigos nuevos. Mis amigos nuevos. When you go to like a Mexican restaurant in Charlotte, does it make you laugh? Because it's not, like in your mind, that's not.
2: That, That is good, but for some reason, I don't know why there is there is not these kind of places. And sometimes these kind of, you know, small places that are very good. Tortillas,
4: cheese, meat, some vegetables. It's tough to mess up a taco. But it's rare to experience something in such a unique That's setting. It. This is the most authentic meal you've ever had in your life. Right? Yeah, I'm watching this. It's muy
2: caliente. Piquito. Mm. Mm. Mmm, poquito caliente. Man, the tacos are good. Mmm. When did you first move to the U.S.? I was 18. 18. I was 18, and the very, very first time I moved to Buffalo, New York, for a few months. And that was the first time I moved to the U.S. It's been six years now. To Buffalo. Why'd you move to Buffalo, New York? Because the guy that invited me to do my first race ever in the Toyota All-Star Showdown, he invited me to live to his house to help me to learn English, to learn the language. It was rough after three months. I said, man, I, I don't know how people live here. Every every single night, I had to use the little uh, snow machine to move the, the, the snow to the side. Do you know how many times I had done that here in Mexico? Never. <laughs> ne- had, you, had you ever seen, had you seen snow
4: before you left here? One time the pride of mexico whether you say soccer or football in monterey either one translates into
2: the biggest sporting spectacle around did you play any sports in high school yeah i played everything i was very big into soccer but i played american football i played basketball you did all of no that no way and any race. race
4: it Ooh. makes a lot more sense that you would grow up here as a kid who wants to be a professional soccer player than a professional race car driver Sure footed, keen instincts, endurance, standout skills for the pitch are a perfect match to the cockpit. Daniel's a stellar athlete who also grew up around a culture crazy for cars. The Beatle is a passion for the Suarez men. Who is it?
1: Who is it? <laughs> Hello, sir. Hi, uh-huh. how, nice you. You. how are you doing?
2: Come in. Can, Can in, we come, come in? in? Yeah.
4: Thank you so much.
1: Yes. Good to see you. Wow. Thank you. Oh Hi. my.
2: This is amazing. This is a
1: nice yeah, shop.
2: Yeah, he, he did a good job with the shop.
4: What's your earliest memory of Daniel helping you or playing
2: around in the shop? Daniel is a small boy, the person for this. They work here. Alejandro, please go to Daniel uh, I don't can work with the uh, boy <laughs> <laughs> just playing around with everything. Yeah, I was trying to help and they, they, they went me out of the way <laughs> Alejandro
4: Suarez made a career from restoring these iconic automobiles but he was willing to sell his shop so his son could live out his dream of becoming a professional
1: racer when you saw him on stage in Miami with the championship trophy yeah. what, what did that mean
2: I don't believe it, Uh, and this day is uh, the best day of my life. Daniel Suarez, he will be the first ever international champion in NASCAR! Bravo! Thank you guys, thank you! I can't
5: believe it!
4: When you were willing to sell the shop and say, yes, I believe in you, Uh, I know we can do this, What, what was that leap of faith like for a path that didn't exist at that time.
2: When I, I see the Daniel uh, like the, the, the cars and like the, the race, I, I see in Daniel my life. And so yes, uh, I, I put everything for Daniel. Uh, if it if don't work, no problem. Uh, I work again for the new job. So if work, good, huh? He work. You say easy now. Yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah, now. Yeah, we're just gonna put it all out yeah, there if it works well if it doesn't it doesn't matter now
4: <laughs> thank you for having thank us you. This thank is is you thank awesome. you very much <laughs> oh man that really takes me back yeah. man I, I mean what an amazing time that yeah. was so cool of his family that's in a couple things i remember number one Rick Allen's watching and he can roll his Rs. <laughs> of course you can. Love you, Rick. Number two, Steve was really impressed. He's never seen that show or any of them. <laughs> and I know Rick Allen has seen all of the come racing rooms. Now you're being rude. I'm sure no, I'm just it. kidding. I know you've seen all of them. But yeah. wasn't
1: that an amazing experience? Okay. So, so here and, and it's the little things you forget. That that kid came out to watch Daniel hey, Seuss, yeah. to, to watch Daniel drive. Mm-hmm. And and Daniel said, Let's go to lunch. So he came to lunch with us. Just you know brought me? him over, yeah. And, 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 like his dad said, why not you? Why not you? Right. Tell me, Daniel. Just because no one else has done it, why not you? And that's the attitude, I think, that we saw from Daniel um, a- after he won out-, out there. It was like, why not me? Why-? You know, I never lost confidence in myself. And I think that's something, his story is an amazing story in where he came from, how he got here, and what he's done since he's been here. But I think it's also an amazing story on who Daniel Suarez is, as a person, whether he played soccer, whether he started a business, he's going to be successful because he believes in himself. He believes in what he can do. Uh, that was really that of all the ones we did. Kevin Harvick's was great. Kevin Harvick's Racing Roots was was great also, but this one just inspired you the whole time you were in Monterey. Yeah.
4: I love at the core of it what what it shows you is really to try to get you to understand completely who a person is. And I still think for me the like the the bar was. Before we went to Bakersfield, you and Kevin Harvick weren't that good of friends. Yeah. Didn't yeah. really understand each other. No. And when we left, you guys were hugging and you had a totally different appreciation yeah. for the person he was. And for yeah. us, we also wrapped our minds around like, oh, this family went all in for all Daniel. All in. Literally all every, in. sell everything. All in. And then, like, to hear him talk about, he went to Buffalo, New York, because that was an opportunity. And then, as you're listening to him snowballing, you're like, this feels like Mr. Miyagi yeah. and the Karate
1: Kid. I want <laughs> you think about this. What if your parents went all in, sold everything they had, and sent you to Monterey, Mexico? Yeah, right. You know what I mean? Right. And, 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 and reverse. If we just took Steve Latart and said for Steve Latart to be a winning crew chief in the cup level and to win the Daytona 5, to win big races and do it, we're going to sell everything we have and we're going to go all in on you. I want you to... Th- that's what you have to think about. We think about coming this way. No pressure. think about going the other well, way. And
3: you guys did a wonderful job of telling that story because the one thing that I think is most fascinating about Daniel is that he's done all of this with this continued infectious personality. Yes. Like, like he, he, had a, he won a championship at Joe Gibbs Racing. He went cup racing there. It didn't work out. He moved on to SHR, moved yeah. on now to his 13th. And at the whole time, um, you know, I'm not saying he was always flowers and smiles because it is a tough yeah. career. Yeah. But never. I mean, we talked to a lot of people in the garage. We're not people in restaurants, airports, whatever. Yeah. He's just always happy. Yes, he's appreciative. He, he's just an infectious guy. So yeah. it's. I mean, regardless of his backstory, he's That's a right. nice guy. I like to yeah. see nice That's things, right. having a nice guy. But then we talk a lot about the fan base and the pressure. And I think what this really, the last couple of weeks, has put in perspective to me is, you know, I see the NASCAR fans in the US. So you say, oh well Chase Elliott's under a lot of pressure because he's the most popular guy yeah. worked for Dale Jr., yeah. right? But but I think, I can't say we, but me specifically, forgets he has this entire fan base, an entire yeah. country behind him that he's been kind yeah. of carrying along with That's him. That's right. That makes, makes the performance even more special. Yeah. And when you when you hear the stories about your dad
4: staying after being the last person yeah. there, and we still see today, if there's anybody that is within earshot that wants a picture, wants an autograph. Yeah. Your dad knows that his life, this racing, was all built on gratitude. Daniel, to me, he embodies encomps. that. Yeah, he does embody to that. See, and to see so much of the hard work that he's helped his dad yeah. rebuild his shop. He's done a lot of his own projects there. Yeah. I mean, he now is able to show his dad. Yeah. I believe in you, too. You believe to me. We're going to do this thing yeah. together. That's, that's really special. Now, the negative to all this
3: when you line up on Sunday, nobody cares. Nobody cares. Nobody cares you won last exactly week. It. Nobody cares where you came from, which in in the heart of hearts is exactly why we love the sport. Yeah, that's, yeah. Why, that's nobody why this cares is a great nice you are. Nobody yeah. cares who likes you. Yeah. Nobody cares who's rooting for you. Yep. It's going to be great.
4: <sighs> Speaking of that, we're about to put this segment in the rear view. We've got more <laughs> Motor Mouse coming up. We still want your calls. 1-844-NASCAR-NBC. We will be
0: right back. Do summer projects your way with Memorial Day Savings from the Home Depot.
1: People. Let me say this. Now I'm going to say this. But I'm going to say this. Sorry, caller. I'm going to say this. Let me say this. But I'm going to tell you. But I'm going to tell you. I'm telling you. But I'm telling you something. I will say it forever. Oh, this is so
4: exciting. This year on Countdown to Green, leading up to the races, we want your questions and comments. And we're going old school. We want you to leave us a voice message on Kyle Petty's answering machine. That's right. Starting Wednesday night, call one 844 nascar NBC and have your voice be heard. We will select a few and feature them during our pre-race coverage. It's your chance to say, let me say this, because we've heard it a few times.
1: Let me say this. Life in the Fast Lane, Austin Dillon, 930. USA Network. It's going to be huge. Be there. I love that we've got USA. Let me say this. And we're going to put some great stuff
4: on yeah, there. Yeah, I'm excited really about cool. USA. That show's a perfect one. Very, very um, excited. Guys, you know, one of the fun things is that this weekend we've got practice, which is back. Yep. Practice? Practice. 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 practice? practice. Uh, we got qualifying, but Ooh. we also have a look at the playlist that the drivers are coming out to. First out, shout out to Dirt Road Anthem, right? My buddy DJKO from from said he made that track. Talladega. Interesting choice, Chase. We're not in Talladega. Yeah. But I get yeah. it. It's okay. I got it. Uh, oh, these are the ones that they play, you know, sometimes they get, like, a little bit pumped up on. Uh, Stereotypes, a great one by Cole Swindell. Okay. Ross and Daniel, smart choices. Always pick the boss's song.
1: Brett, I didn't got one. Okay, Brad Keselowski. Lonesome, ornery, and Maine. Is that a song or is that a description?
4: Well, you know, uh, they you don't have to call me Waylon Jennings anymore. Yeah, right? so you don't right have right to call me
1: Darlin' Darlin'. Whatever
4: it takes. It's funny, you wouldn't think Harvick is an Imagine Dragons fan. But, okay, Chase Briscoe, shout out, Kickstart My Heart. That is a pump-up song. Yeah. Like, that's perfect. Yeah, Kurt that's Bush perfect. is funny. Margaritaville, that's more of like a laid-back... Let's kick her back. I mean, he blew out a flip-flop, stepped on a pop-top. Well, at the end of that race, they should have flipped songs, man. They should have flipped flung. Kind of What's your What's your pump-up song?
3: I don't think I have a pump-up song. No. i yeah. a boring guy. I don't know, pumped man. Up most, I, don't know. I have a question. Yeah. How many times have you been around me where you think I need a pump-up song?
1: Yeah, that's true. That's true. Goo Goo Dolls would be mine. I something about something the Goo Goo. I once saw no, you take mind. a
4: five-hour energy, and I was like, this is like that song you don't <laughs> spit into the wind. You don't tell it on Superman's cape. you don't drink a five-hour energy, <laughs> 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 Still did it. Nashville, um, baby. That's right. We are so excited. We're going to yes. see you this weekend on USA, on NBC. Uh, Austin Dillon Show. Don't forget, 930. You're going to love it. Life in the Fast Lane. We will see you Wednesday for Motor Mouths. Austin Dillon is going to join us. Thanks for watching. Thanks for tuning in. Rick Allen can roll his R's.
0: Do summer projects your way with Memorial Day Savings from The Home Depot. With free delivery on over 2 million items, you can make the most of summer grilling and dig into gardening. Plus, get same-day delivery on thousands of products like power tools and storage to tackle any last-minute garage project. Summer your way with Memorial Day Savings from The Home Depot. How doers get more done. Order select and stock items by 4 p.m. subject to availability.